Well, we have heard about uh, what some of the impact is going to be there when it comes to Easter Sunday being declared a public holiday. But for a lot of our workers, particularly if you are a lower income worker, it could be a real boost for you uh, working on that Easter Sunday. Now, joining me in the studio to tell us a little bit more is Josh Peake, who is indeed the Secretary of the SDA here in the Northern Territory and also in South Australia. Good morning to you, Josh. G'day, Katie. Thanks for having me in. Yeah, thanks for your time this morning. Now, what does the public holiday declaration mean for workers in your industries? Well, look, it's really significant um, that workers will now be able to either have Easter Sunday off with pay, um, like most other workers can get and have had the opportunity to enjoy the Easter long long weekend like most of us can. Um, so that's obviously the first big big uh, and, sig- and significant um, reason why this is important. But for those that are required to work or do still need need to go to work on, on Easter Sunday, it does mean they'll be earning public holiday penalty rates. And when you do speak to many people out in, in the community, they're gen- genuinely honestly surprised that Easter Sunday is not already a pub- public holiday. Most people think that it all already is. It's a public holiday right across the eastern states. It's been fixed pretty much ev- er- everywhere. Western Australia and the Northern Territory came on board actually last year. This is the second year we've seen the, uh, the declaration. And we just don't think it would have made sense for workers in the retail sector or the hospitality sector or in our essential serv- ser- services to be getting paid less um, than their Eastern States col- colleagues on Easter of all weekends. Um, uh, it's pretty it's, significant. Why do you reckon it's not been just sort of gazetted for the year? I was talking to the Chamber of Commerce just a few moments ago and, and you know, you sort of wonder why it's not permanently gazetted if it is something that, that the government's planning to do each year. Yeah, look, and this is something that we've been calling on the government to do, which is to make permanent reforms to our Public Holidays Act. We've got a few issues that we want to see see fixed, particularly as to what happens when uh, Boxing Day and New Year's Day fall on the weekend and what happens with Easter Sunday to see alignment with what's happening in most other states and territories. So we've been calling for that reform for some time. They're currently consulting on that, which is great, um, and we would love to see a permanent change to the Hol- Holidays Act to give alignment to really fixing up the Holidays Act so it properly respects the role that workers who work on the weekend play but that it also provides certainty to business going forward because we think that's lo- that's that's logical. Workers also want to know whether they can have East- Easter off. Um, right now they don't have that right if it's not a pub- public, ho- uh, public holiday. So, you know, they've got to contemplate the idea of either having to take annual leave or um, go without pay on Easter sun- Sunday. That's been fixed by this, but it would be good to see some more certainty. We've been calling for it for some time and we're really hopeful that um, in 2023 the government will change the law, bring the Territory Holidays Act in to the 21st century because reality is the Holidays Act was written at a time and the reason why Easter Sunday is not a pub- public holiday was that mm. so few of us worked. Um, it really wasn't something but um, that many people would actually have to con- contemplate. But now in 2023... Um, so many people, um, above 40 percent of our community, can actually be required to be working over over the week over the weekend. Um, we need to bring our public holidays act into the twenty first century and fix it, and properly acknowledge the really important con- contribution that weekend workers play. And I understand that um, you have met with Minister Paul Kirby as well. Have you just met with him on this topic or on other things as well? And and how's it gone? Oh, look, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we meet with the government pretty reg- regularly here to make sure that um, we've continued to see law law reform in a whole range of er- er- um, areas. 
because we're yep. really pleased, for example, with the recent announcement in relation to trespass changes. We've been calling for that for some time and really making sure that our members in retail and fast food um, have got the right to ban un- unruly customers. That's that's fan- that's fantastic. We're continuing to av- advocate for changes to our Long Service Leave Act. We think, again, um, we've got um, a pretty good act, act here, but there's some p- particular problems with the way it treats working wim- women and um, the gendered Im- Im- impact of our current Long Service Leave provisions here in, in the NT. And obviously, um, making sure that our Public Holidays Act is fixed is really important to members um, uh, across the territory. Josh, just on the trespass changes, how have things been going for your workers? I mean, we saw earlier in the week uh, Casuarina Square, for example, we spoke to uh, Polly Lamond, the centre manager, about the ban that they've had to implement for the next month for a couple of schools. How are things going from your perspective for your workers in this space when you look at some of the antisocial behaviour? Um, it's really tough, Katie, and um, you know the, the sort of situations that have been occurring at Casuarina for some time just aren't good enough. Um, you know, we've had workers be threatened with weapons. Um, we've had workers had food thrown thrown at, at, at the many workers who have been victimised and stalked after work for trying to enforce cus, customer pol, uh, um, uh, customer behaviour. It really is appalling. Um, what do you mean, victimised and stalked? Sort yeah, of followed? So, yeah, absolutely followed to, to to their car, identified out outside of work, and um, obviously. We're making sure that those reports are given to NT Police, but um, we are really concerned about the ongoing situation at Casuarina Square, not just there, but at lots of retail outlets across across the territory. We are really pleased there has been some action here. I mean, it would be great if it wasn't necessary, um, but the idea that these fighting events continue to occur, the sort of swarming that's occurring at that centre by students from these two two schools is completely un, un, unacceptable. The, stre- the trespass changes will help. Um, it'll give a legal right to retailers and shopping centres to ban unruly cus- customers for up to 12 months. That's a really good thing. And then breaching that 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 trespass will be a criminal offence. Um, that's currently not the case under our tre- trespass laws. So that's a huge step forward. Um, but the fact this is continuing to be an issue is um, truly appalling. Mm. Um, ultimately, the employers and the shopping centre have to take every reasonable step to keep workers safe. They're required to do that under our Work Health, health and Safety. Safety Act. They've taken this measure, which is good. We've reached out to Casuarina Square in the last few few days to meet with them yep. to really have a look at what other measures should be put 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 in place. We're obviously continuing to communicate with the government to say that additional police presence whilst this is occurring um, is something that we think will send a really strong signal um, that this kind of behaviour is just not going to be tolerated. Josh, you are indeed the Secretary uh, for the SDA here in the Northern Territory but also South Australia. Are you seeing any issues in South Australia like what you're seeing in the Territory right now with, you know, with what happens in the shopping centres and those threats? Um, I think certainly... Um, the situation at Kajarina is unique. It's it's particularly con- concentrated across the country. Um, this is a big problem. Eighty five percent of our members report customer violence or abuse towards them each each year, and that's been a p- pretty consistent stat. We've had really significant problems recently in Port Augusta, and we've been doing some work there. And there's been um, ongoing swarming events in um, many of small Adelaide, particularly li- li- uh, liquor sites. So yep. it is something that's consistent. This kind of um, crowd behaviour by young pe- pe- 
people, though, that's occurring at Kajarina is particularly un- un- unique. We're not seeing things like that similar um, in other states and territories right now. It does happen from time time to time. Yeah. That's why we're saying swift action is really necessary here. Let's stamp it out and make sure this this stops and that um, these young pe- people start treating each other mm. um, and workers and the community with respect. Yeah, 100%. People deserve to be able to go to work and feel safe and not have to worry about being threatened and they certainly um, deserve to not have to be worried about being followed to their cars, for example. Like That's appalling. And, I mean, I've got to remember that retail workers are just serving the community. They are often really exposed. Um, they're in, in our view, they're in many cases, there aren't strong enough security presence um, that, 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 that protect them and the idea that they can be enforcing, say, a bag check or telling someone, no, you cannot take that weapon into a store, that then later on in the day they'll see that person who they know had a wep- weapon. It is a incredibly confronting and terrifying experience and it's not something that workers should have to put, uh, put up with and mm. we really are looking for some strong action here because re- re- retail workers deserve to feel safe. Well, Josh Peake, the Secretary of the uh, SDA here in the Northern Territory and also in South Australia, really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, Katie. Thank Cheers. you.